Blog Talk Radio. This is Susan Swanbeck, CEO of the ATU Network. This work is protected by Creative Commons licensing. For the next two fun-filled hours, get ready to learn something new, be inspired, enlightened, spooked, helped, laugh, cry, and be awakened. And now, your host of Awakening the Unknown. So please welcome... Everyone is, is slightly different as well. 
that's the other thing that you need to remember. Um, now, a lot of this was done through those that don't know anything about the rooms, like the rooms books that are out there now. There was a lot of research done and a lot of digging done to scientists. Now, most people, um, if you go back in history, you'll notice there's these signs. See, the rooms that I use actually are also an alphabet. That's the ancient alphabet and what it meant. So that's how um, the Norris used to actually write was in the, in the runic language. Um, it's an actual language, but yes, the runes themselves do have meanings as well. I'm trying to turn all my runes over um, as I do this. So we're going to really get into some of the history here going on uh, because, there, like I said, there there is Nordic runes, which is the runes that I utilize. There's also um, the Viking runes. There's, there's different runes. So I use what is known as the um, the Elder is what I use. I use the Elder runes. Okay, so, and, all right. You need to actually, and what it is, is that, and we're not going to get into any religious part of this, but when you're actually picking a room, what you're looking for is resource or backup to who you are. In other words, answers to your question is a backup. This is how you're, you're going to start by self-reading your room. Um, I will give you a couple layouts to self-read. I cast rooms. I've been working with them for a long time. After a while, you'll be able to cast them. Uh, like most people from, what is it, Santa Maria? Santa Maria? Santa Maria. Yeah, they cast phones. Mm -hmm. I cast rooms in a similar manner. Um, and it's basically by the positioning of what's going on. We're going to get into that a lot. So there's a lot of information here. So if you guys need a pen and paper, this would definitely be the time to do it. Um, now, what you're doing is you're, you're seeking truth and guidance is what you're doing. Truth and guidance. That's what the runes do for you. They give you truth and guidance. Eventually, your intuition will also be connected with them. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, um, runes are actually an ancient form of, like I said, they're part of the Nordic alphabet. Uh, the word rune itself means secret or mystery. Okay. Now, Odin had to hang upside down from the tree of life for nine days with a spear inside him, he lost an eye in the, in the well of the Marat. And he actually suffered terribly in order to gain the knowledge of the room. That's the god Odin. Okay, that's mm -hmm. basically, guys, that has a lot to do with the blank room is what it is. Now, Okay. So now, there's, there's actually a principle of runes. This is an actual class here tonight, guys. Yes, so we're learning about the runes. You're learning about the runes. You're going to learn the meanings of the runes. And you're going to basically learn a few layouts of the runes. So if you do have a rune and you did want to know what they mean and how to cast them, how to understand them, because that's what it is. You need to understand. Like when you're casting, uh, when you're dealing a tarot, Basically, most people do look at the photos um, more than they do the words in order to get understand what it is they mean. That's part intuition, and that's what we're going to get into as far as intuition with rooms is what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, um, okay, before you actually jump so willingly in, into the waters, well, rooms need to be respected. There is no exceptions to this. You will need to practice control and restraint more now than ever. 
uh, when I did receive my first set of rooms, I actually slept with them under my pillow to have my energy connect with them. Mm -hmm. And I think you do a similar practice with tarot. I do. I keep my tarot cards with me everywhere yeah. I go. And that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially with a brand new deck. I mean, it, just, it can't tell your energy. You can't tell its energy. Exactly. And it's a living, breathing it, energy. Exactly. It's a very, mm -hmm. very, very strong connection is what it is. Absolutely. Now, the original rooms were um, actually in wood. They were oh. actually, they were they were carved into pieces of wood. Eventually, they came, became carved into stone or, or even some bones. Like, I use iron bone is what I use. Right. But that's me. Um, now, runes actually have their own power. They can easily stand on their own with no more than a misthought or a misspoken emotional outburst. They have many levels. Um, many, actually, hold on a second here. Many levels, actually, written, verbal, and thought as far as meditating and will. You can actually meditate. Hello, Christine. You can actually meditate with these rooms. Um, you can focus with these rooms. You can go into a meditation and pick a room. Mm -hmm. And, therefore, that would be the knowledge or the guidance that you need for the day. So you have to learn to respect the knowledge that they're giving you. In other words, if you pick a room and you don't like it, oh, well. Sometimes, sometimes it's not always good news. Um, so this is part what we're going to get into. Um, now, okay, so, all right. So there's actually some tradition that you, you might have come to know. Um, there are actually three main components that you need in order to make all magic besides practice, practice, practice. Basically, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. That's the secret of runes. Practice, practice, practice. The more you practice it, the more you understand it, the more you're going to connect with it. That's what it is. Okay. Now, um, as many of you know, to make magic work best, knowledge is needed. But most of all, you need will and emotion. You need the knowledge, yes. So even if it's in a written word or a little cheat sheet to start, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But after a while, you'll, you'll develop a connection with them. I think mm -hmm. the hardest thing with this is the way they actually print up um, the words and the way they're pronounced is two totally different things. Oh. Okay. Now, knowledge is a subject matter, of course. Uh, will is the reason for making all, all that you work. And the emotion is to dive into it. Okay. In other words, don't be afraid of it. Dive into it. Okay. Now, runes actually work through you. The, when you do start working with runes, they're going to work through you, your energy is what you need to understand. Mm -hmm. um, they actually can reflect and feed off you as well. Um, the rune working is equivalent or ordered backwards, like emotional need and knowledge. Okay, and that's what it is. Now, emotion gives like activities as far as uh, strength. Uh, explain it that way. Need as well, it actually sends and gets focused. And the knowledge actually directs and controls the power. Okay, do you understand that so far? Um, You're confused. Yeah. Okay. All right. So most people in order to cast regular magic, it's knowledge, will, and emotion. Okay. In order to cast runes, it's emotion, will, and then knowledge. Okay. It's backwards. So 
Right. It, it, it deals a lot off of emotions. That's why it's really easy for an empath mm-hmm. to really get in to start casting the room. Because of the emotional component. Because of the emotional component. And that's why a lot of empaths do have issues with cards, mm-hmm. but they can eventually get into casting room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really strong emotional base is what it is, mm-hmm. if it explains it that way. Okay. No, that makes more sense, though. Right. Now, runes can actually easily activate you in many ways of, of, in other words, a lot of things that you've done. Eventually, runes, you can, you can put your rune symbols on everything. I cast runes into candles. Uh, before I do before I do the magic with the oils, mm-hmm. I literally I cast them. You're not drawing them, you're casting the room. Okay. This, yeah. The difference is I'm casting the energy of a particular room onto the candle for a certain effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's why you need to develop um, a very strong bond mm-hmm. with with the rooms that you're actually working with. You need to know. Not only what they mean, but you need to, especially you need to know what the, how they feel. How does this meaning feel? Okay? How does this feel? Like if you get the wealth, mm-hmm. are you seeing yourself going rich? In other words, how does it feel, the wealth? Mm-hmm. Some people, um, wealth, because they have two separate wealth, there's two separate rooms that have something to do with wealth. One is actually monetary, and you have to know that. Mm-hmm. And the other one, has to do with the type of wealth you cannot sell or give away. It mm-hmm. has to do with overall wealth as far as family and happiness and everything coming together and finally getting your dream job. That's the type of wealth that you don't sell or give away. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me know when we get any questions. So, Wayne, I wanted to right. actually put a question out there. I want to know how many people actually have their own set of rooms, but nobody's answering me back. <laughs> All right. Don't be shy, guys. Now, well, How many did you yeah. actually have your own set of rooms? Yeah. Or even the set you made yourself? Literally, as soon as um, they get the um, certain oak, I need elder oak, um, as soon as it comes back in stock, I'll, I will be actually engraving my own. Right now, I'm, I'm working off of bone, but I would like to work that as well. Mm-hmm. It's just it's easier to cast the bone. And it's more of the original, right? Right. It's just it's, it's really original, so to speak. Now, a quick hit, actually, when working with your room. You need to stay calm. That's the first thing. Remember I told you positivity all the time, no exceptions. Remember? Yeah. yeah. There's a reason behind why I'm like this. Now you're going to start understanding a little bit more. Okay. okay. You need to stay calm at all times for working with rooms. <clears throat> okay? Because the rooms are emotion first. So you need to be careful when working with the room. You need to actually clear your head of all straight thoughts. Okay, all straight thoughts. Focus on the task that needs to be completed. Um, the easiest way to explain that is if I'm got the runes in my hand when I start shaking them and casting them, mm-hmm. or before when I was feeling the energy, I have the person's name in my head, mm-hmm. and then I'm asking my guides to, to guide me to tell me what information they need to know. Mm-hmm. What is it they need to know at this particular time? Very similar to, to a death. If somebody's feeling the energy of, of, a, of a tarot deck, mm-hmm. they're going to say, okay, which one do they actually use this time? Like, somebody will go, and they'll do this, and it'll be in the opposite direction, and they'll, they'll feel out the cards to see, okay, this card feels good. You're doing the same thing with the room. Mm-hmm. You're feeling the energy of it is what you did. And I'm mm-hmm. very big on energy. So, and that's like, well, 
I sliced it. You haven't used it in a while, though. No, I, I actually haven't. I've been doing a lot of channeling lately. I go through phases. <laughs> when I'm tired, I, I will lean on the deck. But sometimes it's not time for me to shine. Now, if you are emotional in any way, mm-hmm. this is what we were talking about. If you are overly emotional, mad, pissed off, depressed, okay, you need to wait until you're in that happy space to work with the moon. That's very important. Because your emotions can affect the outcome of the room. All right. So Rose in the chat room says, she's trying to understand, I guess. So yeah, says, sorry, so like if I move a spirit, etc., or stage your home and read your cards that that the same ladies? I'm confused. I'm confused, too. Okay, I'm sorry. And she will guess like bad energy. No, it doesn't have any bad energy. Runes don't have bad energy. But because runes are based off of emotion, you need your emotion to be balanced in order to give the accurate reading. Like you said, like most people, when they're doing readings, they'll clear their space. And we do it all the time. We, we, will burn, we will burn our stage. We will burn our Palo Santo. And we clear the room and we clear the energy is what we do. Okay? So once we're clearing the room and we clear the energy, we're balanced. And a lot of times we'll clear ourselves as well. That helps maintain the center. Now, after you've done that, then you can work. Then you can start working with the room. Do you understand that? Um, does, oh, that yeah. does that make it a little bit clearer for you, Dallin? I knew this was going to be um, a little complicated, but it's okay. I, I can take my time with you guys. So, guys, ask for questions. Okay. So, um, also. You can call in also. Yeah. Can you check if there is any callers? I will. The next thing you need to do is you need to ground. Remember I always tell you root like a tree? There's a reason. That's, the, that's your energy center is the earth. You need to be grounded. You need to be centered. Now, an easy, there's a very easy way to get centered. Very easy. Okay? You just want to take your energy hand, make a fist, put this one over it. You put it right in the center of your stomach, like right in this area. I don't know. Anybody can't speak. But, like, right in this area, this is the way you want to stand straight up. And then I want you to imagine a string coming from the top of your hand up and the bottom down, and I want you to pull it tight. I want you to keep pulling the string extremely tight till it's tight. And then just, and again, breathe in the positive, blow out the negative is what you're doing. All right, that'll help ground and center, root yourself like a tree. Those are things that are going to help you before you start casting. Okay, because like I said, runes are more based in emotion than anything else. Okay. She says she does ground herself, but just not enough. Okay. Root like a tree, honey. Literally imagine there are roots coming out of your feet and you're grounding and and nourishing yourself on Mother Earth's beautiful energy. She's nourishing you. Because mm-hmm. okay. there's no such thing. There, there is too much grounding, right, if you overground? Well, it's, it, it, overgrounding. It, that's why we do chakras, too, mm-hmm. because we don't want you to be off balance. Right. Um, yes, if you're if you're overgrounded and you're blocked, then your energy isn't flowing. You need your energy to flow correctly. Hence the pull. Okay. okay, straighten it out is what you're doing. Definitely listen. Also, um, listen and balance your chakras every week. And if you need to go back and do it more, go back and do it more. Okay. All right, just because I understand. That. Right. 
Okay. Good. I'm glad you asked the question, Rose. How are you doing, awesome. Michelle? Me? What, Michelle? You. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right, I think. You understand so far? I get the emotion being All right. You're primary. still confused. A little confused. Okay. Yeah. All right. But that's just me, guys. Nope. That's okay. I want you to say, if you're confused, I want you to speak to me. So I, I'm understanding all that, but I'm, I, I'm trying to figure out how the, the beginning part ties, ties into how that happens. I don't know. What do you mean? The, the casting of it, how it being emotionally first, and, you know, how, I don't know, that part, I'm having a lot of time grasping. Because, okay, what runes are doing mm-hmm. is runes are using your intuition first, right. knowledge later. Okay. So we don't, we don't, that's why. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Just don't mind me. Just keep on going. No, that's okay. Keep, keep asking, guys. And this is it. Because your runes work very strongly with your individual intuition, mm-hmm. your psychic abilities, your psychic senses. Mm-hmm. That's why you're working off your emotions. So this way, the emotional aspect of yourself can connect with your room. Mm-hmm. Connect. All right. But yet you want it to still need to stay calm, cool, and collected. Yes. Okay. Because what you're doing is, um, see, for me, I'm an empath, so to me it comes more naturally this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for others, some people casting the room to see something that they need to do. Others will only use the room for um, mystical or magical properties or for protection for their house. Mm-hmm. So it depends on which way you want to do it. Now think of it this way. Okay, uh, as far as we'll take it in the witch aspect, if you had a spell mm-hmm. and you were angry when you cast the spell, is that good or bad? Bad. Okay, same thing. You have a room. You're trying to draw a room. You're angry. What's going to happen? When you get angry rooms? It's it bad. It's still bad. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. It's still negative. That's why positive, light, just let all the negative go. Trust me, it feels so good to not let anything bother you. Exactly. Intent, uh, clear ground, and center. Bingo. Mm-hmm. And same thing. When you're when you're dealing it when you're um you're not casting when you're you're dealing your cards mm-hmm. okay you have intent yeah you're clear yeah you're grounded yeah. and you're centered when you're doing it right yeah same thing for the room same thing for the room right, well Rose says I'm not I'm not sure I'm a little confused on what she's asking too okay okay just so say if you meet a sad connection with spirit etc it's it's or negative. No. In other words, it works the same way, honey. Okay. It, it really does. Um, a spirit can come through, and that's the part of being being the empathic side of things. Mm-hmm. A spirit can come through that's either sad or, to me, it's the physical pain as well. Mm-hmm. But if you are grounded and you're centered and you're clear, it's going to be easier for you to translate the message than it would be you is if you were if you were already sad and a sad spirit came through it's going to affect you more mm-hmm. so if you're sad and you're casting your runes as spirit is talking it's mm-hmm. going to make it worse that's why because okay. runes are emotional based does that make sense honey rose let me know if that makes sense for you honey i know i'm, I'm trying to ask questions too right most of you people are shy and don't want to talk to us today 
Rose, nobody wants to talk to us. You know, we're just getting into the origins of it. Yes. Literally. Okay. Awesome, Rose. Okay. You ask those questions, girlfriend. Yep. That's what I want. I want you to ask questions. I'll let you guys know when it's time to get your pen and paper ready. Okay? I will let you know. And as far as those that are in the inner sanctum, um, there is some... Right. In those that are in the inner sanctum, uh, there is more information that I'm going to be sending in there into our subscription group. So there is definitely going to be a lot more layouts and, and things like that in there for them. Mm-hmm. They already have the meanings in there. So there's going to be a lot more information that, that will be coming through for them. Another good reason for you guys to join our inner sanctum. Yeah. Plus, when things do calm down a bit after the holidays, I want to do a couple of live videos working with um, working with the rooms and explaining it a little bit more detailed as far as in the subscription group. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, as far as the origins of runes, okay, runes were actually used to write many languages, including Gothic, German, English, Dutch, Swedish, Norwegian, Iceland, Russian, Hebrew, okay, and other Semitic languages. That's right. Believe it or not. The, the runes were actually part of the original alphabet. Mm. What do you call that thing? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, there's many different, um, there's, there's many different um, as far as um, Latin. Um, it actually started in 1874. Uh, they believe that the uh, Germanic people actually claimed, came into close contact with the Roman culture. The Roman alphabet was awesome. was actually adapted and put to use by the Germans. I hope you do join us, Rose, in our inner yeah. sanctum. Uh, yeah, that's what we're there. And you also get a free reading every month from one of us. And an entry into the giveaway every month automatically. Yes, so also, now we're going to get into part of the North um, and Italy. Every, every pretty much religion has their own tradition of where it comes from. Okay, and that's the thing. You have to remember this came from, as far as me, I know it comes from, it comes from Odin. Okay, that's what it is, the god Odin, the one that hang there upside down with a spear in him. Okay, he was the one that hung upside down by the tree of life in order to gain the knowledge, the secret knowledge of the runes, because the runes were used as an alphabet, but he knew deep down there was a secret behind there. There were more meanings behind what happened. Uh-huh. And and that's why the runes themselves have to be appreciated. They have to be guided. In other words, if you guard your runes, nobody else touches your runes but you. Uh-huh. That's your difference. energy. Some some readers will say shuffle, shuffle to get your energy, not in runes. Mm-hmm. Nobody else touches your runes, just you. Just the actual just you. person. Right. And that's why when I gave the runes away, I I literally smudged them. Make sure they and then put them in the bag so that way it, it was fresh, ready to attach to, to its own. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. So, guys, who, how many yeah. of you guys have your own set of rooms? Well, out there? not everybody does. And there's many different types of rooms. There's there's crystal rooms, there's wood rooms, there's um, the old bone rooms, herringbone. Oh, I think that has something to do with um, the fact the native the native part of me, part of me, and the Norwegian side. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're going to actually get into some of the north. Um, italic. Okay, now um, this is actually the newest and most interesting and uh, popular hypnosis among men. 
four actually runic theories in recent years. Uh, the first proposed by um, CGS in um, 1928 that modified by Wolf, Wolf, excuse me, Wolfgang Claude in, in 1939, he proposed that the Germanic people living in the Alphas adopted the, the North Italic script and actually revealed an early date, perhaps early as, as early as actually uh, 300 BCE. So this mm. would have, yeah, this would have had the um, um, migrated people from from this area up to where it was doing. Now, historically, this is, is plausible uh, because it lies the initial contact that actually comes uh, 300 to 400 years before we even have the written record. And this is how um, this is how individuals actually bonded, and that's how they wrote. They were okay. They were like um, where is it? This it's one. kind of like self right. sign language. Well, no, see, they would, they, this was this was their sign. <clears throat> this was their sign. Somebody looked at this, they know exactly what it meant. That was their written word. Okay. Their written words were were these symbols. Um, Rose has a question. She says, do Catholics get a worship sign of the spirit? If so, why is that just something that come up once? She was just curious. No. So if a Catholic was to use a set of wounds, would they have a harder time with no. the spirit? No. So, okay. No, it, it's not, it's not about religion. It's about you. It's about your connection. Okay. See, that's something literally. I literally Yeah. Really no. No. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. You still stick with any religion you want. With me, I go into a deep meditation. Mm-hmm. If you're a Catholic, if you want to hold your rooms and say a prayer before you cast your rooms, say a prayer. Yeah. Because this is an ancient language. We're going back. Okay, this can be connected to any religious base. This is like the original language. Okay, do you understand that? Awesome. Okay, no callers, just listeners. There we go. So oh, yeah, might not see Becky Bennett in the right. Becky page. Bennett's, I think, on my 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 page, and you're on ATU. Well, why would it not? Show no, I got Becky Bennett right here. You do, but I don't. I don't know. Swear. Well, I'm looking at Becky. I'm looking at the other one. Yeah. It's just weird how my it hasn't been picking that up at all lately. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I might have to redo the other thing. Now we're gonna get into some Greek theory. Greek theory. There's many different theories. There's also indigenous theory, too, by the way. Now, um, this hypothesis was actually by Symbos of Buggy, or Budge, in 1899. It's actually based on the thought that the Goths actually adapted the version of the Greek uh, cult of script, the Greek, Greek cursive, actually, script during the period of their thriving and Hellenic culture that actually migrated back to Scandinavia. Now, a problem with this theory is to find contact between the Goths and the Greeks. Also, the proposed contact could not have started before 200 CE, but rune inscriptions have been dated well before that time period. For this reason, most scholars have actually abandoned this theory. There's many theories on this. She's on ATU Network. Yeah, I mean, that's not, it's weird. Yeah. Mm. I think I got, I got two pages. I have no idea. All right, so now we're going to get into indigenous theory. Now, the theory springs up in the late 19th century from, from actually R.M. Meyer. Um, this, um, 
hip, uh, excuse me, hypnosis is that runes, the runes are the primordial dramatic envision and that they're even based for, um, they're part of actual Greek alphabet is what they're saying. Mm. Okay. So, and again, everybody, um, this actually holds no water at whatsoever. But the thing is, is the, the simple answer to all of this is that it's, it's really hard. Um, the rune actually, strive system is actually the result of very complex development in which both indigenous indographic symbols and it, it, it's a written form of language is what it is. So it, the ones that I use is based in, in Odin in the Norwegian side and are the ones that I use. And there's a lot of history of how the runes came around and a lot of people argue as far as um, whether they came from, whether they actually came from uh, the time of Jesus, whether they came before Jesus, whether they dated back to the original written language, so to speak. So there's a lot of theories as in how this actually came around. So that's pretty interesting whatsoever. Um, and again, um, as far as um, Northern Euro European religion, okay, uh, Northern Europe, they do like trance work, um, magical spiritual practices, spiritual journey. They use these for what they call shape-shifting. Um, and, and again, we'll get into that in a minute. Working with animal spirits and battling in animal form. Uh, working weather, healing, definition, and fertility. The same thing that everybody would use everything else for. But this is a lot, a lot, a lot of history in here. A lot of history. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, I have the Egyptian, literally. There's like a, um, there's like a chart. Uh, I'm going to show you guys this chart. Um, this particular uh, chart is a flow chart that actually brings you kind of down to like um, Hindu, Thai, um, the Arabic language is, and as far as like the runic language comes from Greek, comes from Latin, um, starting Japanic, Chinese, Korean. There's a lot of like Babylonian. So there's a lot of like ancient flowchart history in, in this particular one. Which, and again, this will be something if they want in the inner sanctum that, that I can swap up for them, but you're not going to be able to see it too well. It's kind of like a flow chart of information that I usually have in my class. And this, this flow chart, it gives a lot of information about the whereabouts, where it could possibly come from, as far as where it was introduced in, into particular cultures, like introduction, origin, type, family, religion, and timelines so is what it goes down to. Um, literally, I mean, we go from, um, from from Europe to Africa to South Asia, um, Central Asia, Eastern Asia, um, Americas. We're working in a lot of that. Okay, so, and this, there's a lot of, like, lost information in here, so to speak. I thought that was the dog. We know I have a feeling Joe's doing flip. It sounds like it. Okay. Now. Now we're going to get into, um, and again, I don't mean to be confusing you with the information, but I need you to understand how how long this particular language actually traveled. And by understanding how long this, this language actually traveled, 
it'll give you a better understanding of the groups themselves and, and why you need to bond with them. Okay? Now, um, all right. Now, uh, some people might know some of this, some might not. Now, we're talking about ETA and the SAGA information. Oh, what's the ETA mean? What's um, the SAGA mean? Okay. Now, ETA is actually the name used in the title of the ancient manuscript uh, dealing dealing with mythology. And we're oh. talking about Edgar uh, Thompson. What is that? Um, we had something for Yeah. Oh, delayed reaction. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it Yeah. All right. Now, mm-hmm. Elder Edda, or the Edda of um, Semdon, is actually a group of 35 poems actually recorded in Iceland in the Middle Ages, composed, composed actually uh, by a particular gentleman. Um, it's called the, the Lean of the Wise. It was a century uh, before uh, this collection of the Unknown Author. Later, became part of the Royal Library um, and the Codex of the, and again, the Royal Manuscript. It, it was literally, it dates back to that. Now, it is actually a collection of 31 poems that are now kept in Iceland. Um, they were written 13 centuries ago about, uh, uh, about uh, I think the author was around uh, 1280 was an actual unknown author that actually wrote this. The poems that sometimes join are interpreted by those actual passages from all that. Um, now, the poems are actually arranged in deliberate order in order to move from mythology to the, the heroic. There are 15 mythological poems and 23 heroic ones. Now, these were actually written back in the ancient language of, of the Runic language. Okay? Um, let's see. Uh, okay, there's also a lot of books that you guys can actually purchase about runology. Um, they deal a lot with mythological poems and um, very important keys to these poems in order for you to understand and get a deeper understanding of the names. Okay, it, it deals a lot with the um, Odin's wisdom, and again, I I I, I highly recommend that one. Um, the beginning where it came from, uh, the possibilities of other properties that came from Odin's sacrifice, and, and I deal a lot with that one. Uh, it's uh, words of the higher one. And again, what we're talking about Odin, he's the, he's the one that I actually deal with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you losing me here, or am I boring you? No, I'm not bored at all. I'm, I'm <laughs> just trying to look at the chat and yeah. see what this thing is all about. And <laughs> I'm, yeah. No, I'm very, li- I'm, li- I'm quiet, I'm listening intently. Now, there is a lot of, like, there's biology, there's reference guides in here. If you guys are interested in anything as far as reading and understanding, there's definitely some um, older information that I can actually, it's like North Mythology, Myth of the Elders. Uh, uh, sorry, a Myth of Edith. That's a really good book for you to get into. Um, also, um, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, okay, uh, and again, North Mythology, A Guide to Thoughts, Heroes, Rituals, and Beliefs. That's actually Oxford. Also, Oxford Andy is the um, Casuals Dictionary of North Mythology, and he is in London. He is really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of also biographies um, or bibliographies. 
so you're confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of those that you can actually uh, reference as well. And there's a lot of references in the Akutah runes and for the runic language. So, um, And again, there's some links you can actually get onto right now. Um, let's see, a good one to start is, um, I'll actually spell it for you. It's H-E-I-M-S-K-R-I-N-G-L-A dot N-O. Um, that's a really good one. Yeah. How do you say so, that? Literally, it's www.h-e-i-m-s-k-r-i-n-g-l-a dot N-O backslash origins backslash E-D-D-A backslash index. Oh, boy. Yeah. Can you put a link in there somewhere? On the... well, if you want to type it in. Uh, look at, all right. All right. Spell it to be careful. Right. Okay. A, a good link to start on. www.h-e-i-m-s-k-r-i-n-g-l-a-n-o backslash original. O R I G I N A L. Yep. Backslash. Backslash again. E D D A. E D A. Backslash. Backslash. Index. Index. Good start from there. All right. Okay. Hey, Kendra. Hey, ladies out there. Yes, I did it. All right. Um, I did wrap this up, Kendra. It's going into the mail tomorrow. So, and I had to wrap something for Brenda as well, so I did get that done. Um, also, um, any any type of Norse mythology, uh, when you're dealing with a lot of this, the, the Norse mythology is really good to start with that as well. So, now, now we're going to get into some of the gods. Why, they say? Why? Why are the gods involved? Okay. Now, there is a lot of gods and goddesses far as Norse mythology. Now, it isn't something that we really don't have to get into if we don't want, but like I said, if you guys are interested in it, um, it is something that I can post on the Inner Sanctum as well. Um, let's see. Um, I also, and again, I also have a lot of... Hello, Robert. Here. A lot, a lot, a lot. Robert. All right. So I want to book for the month of December, and okay. Nikki, too, and everybody else who's got... You know, come on, even Rachel back online. Come on, guys, hit me up. Hit you up for what? If I can book them. Let me guesses. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's Michelle's job. It's a brand new year. All right. So we're going to give you your first rune before we go to break. Okay. Okay. Now, your first rune is actually spelled F-E-H-U. Okay. F-E-H-U. F-E-H-U. But, it, but it's pronounced. Fayu. Fayu. Yes, it's pronounced F A Y dash H U. Fayu. Okay. Now, this is what I meant by there was signs. Wait, wait, show me. Okay. Fayu. Now, Fayu actually stands for cattle. When, when you're talking about the old Norris, this one symbol stands for cattle. So if somebody's seen this, they knew there was cattle there. Do you understand where we're going as far as their language, the way they communicate? Right, cattle. that was their sign for right, cattle. Right, cattle down for cattle. Um, it's also associated with the colors green and brown. Um, and it is um, the letter F, actually, believe it or not. Now, the casting meaning of a fagu is actually the rune of power and control. 
It actually represents new beginnings and movable, anything movable, movable wealth, such as money and credit, okay? okay? This actual room gives us the power we need to obtain wealth as well as the power we need to hold on to it. Oh. Now, certain rooms can be reversed. Certain rooms do not. Mm -hmm. So there are certain rooms themselves that are reversible and ones that do not get reversed at all. So hold on. Mm -hmm. uh, nine rooms that can't be reversed. And again, this one can be reversed. So you try to look at it. When you're talking about Feiyu. Oh, yeah, Rachel. Feiyu, this is it. Now, if you're tipping it upside down, that's not the correct way. Because Feiyu, um, it goes up. The, the two Fs go up. Rachel says she recognizes that symbol. Why do you recognize that symbol, Rachel? The symbol for cattle, honey. It's the ancient North language. Oh, so she obviously, Feiyu. She recognized that symbol. Yeah. Wow, Feiyu. pretty cool. And again, it, it, those of you that like music, try to hum it out. Just go, Feiyu, Feiyu. No, Feiyu. Yeah, you don't want to joke. You want to, like, combine, but it gets something that's really connected. And again, that, that's the one that actually, and again, it's also a fire element is what you're dealing with. Ah. You're dealing with the element of fire. You also stands for cattle. At all. Okay, so how many people have the meaning, or how many people miss the meaning of that one? I would say just again, because this is our first one we're learning. We're going to say you right now. Say you. Okay. Now, say you is kind of like this. Literally, hold on, like the F. Two letters up, the one down. That's Feiyu. Now, Feiyu is actually spelled F-E-H-U. But it's pronounced Feiyu. Feiyu. Right. F-A-Y and then H-U. Feiyu. 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 Remember, it's right. Feiyu. That's right. Feiyu, Feiyu. Yes. We'll say it together. <laughs> I don't know, just feel like breaking out the song all of a sudden. It's just a random thing. <laughs> all right. So, and again, you have to understand the meetings in order to be able to cast. So you definitely want to take notes on this, and I'll go over this one again. Now, Feiyu is actually the rune of power and control. It represents new beginnings and movability. Okay? Wealth, such as money and credit. It is actually the rune that gives us the power we need to obtain wealth as well as the power we need to hold on to it. So if that's what it means right side up, what do you think it means upside down? Or it means that you will be losing wealth. Mm -hmm. Things will be out of control. Things will be leaving, so to speak, as far as financial, monetary. That's something that will be leaning. Hey, Kendra. So mm -hmm. those are things that will be leaving. So when it's right side up, pretty much that's wealth and control of it coming in. When it's upside down, there's no control. It's just kind of mm -hmm. leaving. The trick is, when you get an upside room, is to try to find whichever one's next to it. And that's why I cast the room. Okay. To see, I cast to see if there's an avenue that I can find a way around it. Oh, I see. And that's, that's why I do that. Eventually, that'll be something to get into. Right now, it's just connecting with them and understanding what they Rachel need. Rachel recognized it as being, you know, the cattle, the bull. Yep. Um, and Robert said, cattle equals methane. Methane is ignitable, so fire. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I thought he was going to say something. 
for those of you guys who want to come on our Mystery Guest Wednesday, send an email to uh, ATU Network at gmail.com, and we will get you booked for Mystery Guest Wednesday. Yay. <laughs> so make sure you guys do. Awesome. Sorry, guys, a little, little bit of a... Now that I was reading a message from one of our wholesalers, that's all. Ah, that's okay. all. Okay. So bankruptcy is definitely a good one for it being opposite of fate. Yeah. Opposite of, of wealth. Opposite of wealth, right. Bankruptcy. Well, Poor. bankruptcy you control. Money just leaving all of a sudden is something you can't control. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. You have to file the bankruptcy, which alleviates. Oh, so okay. that's the part you need to find the asset for. All right. Uh-huh. That makes sense. All right. All right. I'm really All enjoying right. a spot of tea today. Spot of tea. I know it's in a tea mood. Yeah, the weather's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Yep. All right. I'm thinking I'm like sugar overdose over here. Well, well, how many of those coconut things did you eat? Uh, three. Three. Uh, they're so good. All right. It's so, so good. Now, the next one we're going to get into is actually pronounced, you are, it, it's actually, it's Uros, and it's spelled U-R-U-Z, but it's pronounced O-O-O dash R-O-O-Z, Uros. That's Uros. 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 You know, it's still like an O sign. It's actually, um, it's a, um, Arok. It's like a wild ox. Oh. This is what the symbol is for. And again, the colors for this one is orange or dark green, which is really strange. Mm. They give you this one or that one. Um, now, Uros is also the rune of power. But unlike Feyu, it's a power that, that can neither be owned or controlled. Okay. In a casting, it is meant as personal success is near. It is something that's coming. It's destined. Okay? Now, for charms and talismans, Uros can actually be used for its healing power. Hmm. Okay. You can actually, um, if I'm doing a healing candle for somebody, this, this would be one of the rooms I'd utilize. And you could just you carve the symbol for it. Right. I would carve the symbol yeah, not with certain intent. It was Ura. No, Uros. Yep. Okay, okay. Uros. Hey, Karen, right. a cup of tea. So if no, this, she doesn't have scones. I wish. Oh, I love scones, especially apple scones. Yeah, they're my true. favorite, by the H-O, way. H-O, like I said, hunetwork at gmail.com, girls. Yeah. You hit me up there. Send me a message and we'll stop. Anybody that wants to do a show on something, Michelle is handling it all right now. I got the crystal thing, the yeah. wrapping, the the ordering. There's a theme. And the network. There's a theme. It's like a theme to it. So, yeah. Like, so, we really would like our regulars to step up. Talk, talk to her. Step up, yeah. Step up. Step up, guys, so we can do that. Yep. Make it happen. All right. So, so the person behind the, the, the name. Do we understand Uros? Uros. Uros. Do we understand this one? So, okay. Any questions, guys? Now, remember, this is one of those that can be reversed. All right. So, Uros is something that can be reversed. Yes. Can say you. 
Say you can be reversed too. And Uros can. And Uros can be reversed. Okay. So you don't read sideways. Sideways is always straight up. Whether it's this way or that way, it's always positive. The only time you read a rune upside down is if it's totally upside down. I know that's weird, but it's the way it is. So, if Uros is the rune of power, okay, and personal success, what would the opposite be, guys? Anybody? Lack of power, lack of control. Right? She's taking notes. Yeah. You know you live in the same house with me, right? Yeah, but I, I I made a commitment to learn how to do it, too. So I'm doing it just like you guys are doing it. She's so funny. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have any questions about Feiyu or Uros? Okay. Anybody? Feiyu, Uros, Uros, Uros. And these have opposites. Yes. These have opposites. Yes, yes, yes. How are we doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with Ura. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Alright. Hey, Robert. Robert's being our comic hours as Michelle is uh, <laughs> oh, page not found. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah, hold on. Let me pull this up. Uh, file not found. Damn. All right, I gotta get into my sweetest deck. Oops. Failure. Sorry, guys. Failure, failure. Yeah, well, like I said, this was written up a very long time ago. Very, very long. Okay, how are we doing on Uros? All right. The color is dark orange, dark green, guys. Uh-huh. And Uros is the rune of power. But it's a power that we can either own or control. Bingo. Okay, so. All right. That is the bomb. It means personal success is coming. It, it's something that is destined, not nothing you can control. Okay. All right. So do we have that? I think so. Anybody else have any questions before we move on to the next one? Mm. What's the next one, Sue? The next one is Thurizad. Say that again, Flo. Uh-huh. This one is actually spelled. Um, T-H-U-R-I-S-A-Z. But it is pronounced T-H-U-R-E-E-S-A-H-Z. Thorizaz. Thorizaz. Now, is this one a reversible one? What do you think? Yes. Yes. Thorizaz. That's that room. Now, remember, there's another room similar to it. And you can usually tell uh, Thurizaz by the way it, it's more, there's always longer at the top. Longer at the top. This is Thurizaz. Okay. Now, this is actually, if it, it stands actually for thorn or giant. Thurizaz stands for thorn. Thorn or giant. So if you were traveling in the woods and you seen one of these, chances are you'd either get stuck, you'd either get sick with something or stepped on. So I'm sorry, I had to. So that's Thurizaz. 
Now, the color of this particular room is white. White. Okay, now this particular room means that you have that, okay, this actually represents the ability we have to resist unwanted conflict in a passive manner. Remember I say all positive all the time? Okay, no exception. It's actually a rune of protection, and it can actually tell us of a possible change that um, would have otherwise come without warning. Um, you can actually use the protective aspect of Thurizaz as a defense against adversaries. Okay, do we understand this? Yes. Are you just saying it? Oh, yes, yes, it's on the page. Are we understanding this one? <laughs> now, remember, Thurizaz can be tipped upside down. If you look at it, it can be tipped. Hmm. There are nine rooms that can't be. Okay. okay. So Thurizaz, it helps you stay passive with unwanted conflict. So if it's upside down, pretty much you're going to pop a cork. You're like aggressive. Aggressive. You're definitely going to pop a cork. You're not going to know how to handle it. And that's why Trigger moment when it's upside down, when, you, when you're connected to it and if you're, if you're casting and set it up and you see it, you want to know why. Mm -hmm. Okay what's happening. So you want to connect just like the cards. You want to connect that room with another room. Mm -hmm. This is why I choose to cast versus certain setups. There are yeah. different setups. You know, past, present, and future, so a hammer. There's, there's all kinds of different types of way to actually do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, are we understanding this, guys? All right, guys. So, so far we went through... We went through Uru's... Feiyu. Feiyu, Uros, and Surizaz. Surizaz, yes. Now, when we come back, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to go through an, ah, excuse me, Ehan Zeus. Ehan Zeus. How do you say that again? Ehan Zeus. And in Zeus. A-H-N dash. H-A-H-A-N dash S-O-O-Z. Zeus. Ehan did you want to wait till after the break for this? We're gonna one? wait until after the break. So we're actually going to be right back. And I want you to enjoy this beat from who's it from again? Young Swerve. Young Swerve. Don't forget to contact with Young Swerve. Okay? So email seven at gmail.com. Beat has been brought to you tonight by Young Swerve. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after this break, guys. Don't go anywhere.
Wow. <laughs> we were sitting there chatting in the back room. The back, back, back room? Back oh, room. my goodness. In the back room, guys. In the back, we were chit-chatting. Oh, my God. So we were going to talk about on, on Zeus. On Zeus. <laughs> on Zeus. Yeah. I'm waiting for this to flash over to us, and I should have put this smoke out for us.
and that's what the symbol itself actually stands for. Now, this rune actually allows us to focus our energy so that we may obtain our goals. Um, mm. However, to do so effectively, we must be in the right place at the right time. Oh. So, again, it's talking about divine timing is what we're talking about here right now. Okay. okay? So, that's what we're connected mm. with. Right place, right time. It means that if you are not, if you're going to continue to step back and not, like, leave your house, not do this, not do that, and you're not doing anything, then divine timing is going to come. So in this particular case, this is what that room means. Can we go forward? Because we only got four that we've done, and I've got several more to go. Okay, keep going with the next one. Okay, the next one we're talking about is Kenaz. Okay, it's uh, spelled K-E-N-A-Z. It's actually pronounced K-E-N-A-H-Z. Kenaz. Kenaz. It's actually the symbol for torch. Mm-hmm. This room cannot be reversed. It cannot, so that, it cannot be reversed. This is not a reversible room. Okay? All right. So it's also the color yellow. Now, the meaning of this particular rune is actually knowledge, understanding, learning, and teaching. It allows us to view situations with more clarity than we, would, than we normally would. Okay? Do so we understand that? Yeah. They are cannot be reviewed, reversed. Knowledge, understanding, learning, and teaching. Okay? All right. All right. Now I'm going to get on the next one. This one also cannot be reversed. Okay. This particular rune is spelled G-E-B-O. It's actually pronounced G-H-E-B dash O. Gebo? Yes. Gebo. Jebo. Jebo. Um, this actually, it means gift. Okay. Uh, gold and silver, or sometimes red, is what this It looks like an X. Now, Jebo actually represents the honor and the connection that is created between people when they exchange gifts. That's why it's considered the gift one. The connection is, the connection and the honor is similar to that of a connection honor honor that a person has with the gods for giving them life. And that's what we're talking about. Okay. In other words, this particular gift is it's, um, irreplaceable. And that's what it is. Now, this could come about um, in, in, when talking about a reading, this particular one could actually come about um, when somebody is a gifted individual or you're receiving a irreplaceable gift from someone. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't always necessarily mean irreplaceable. Sometimes okay. it means a divine connection, a new gift coming, a new growing. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to talk about Winyo. Winyo looks like the P. Is it reversible? Um, yes, it is. This is W-U-N-J-O. Okay, it's actually pronounced W-O-O-N dash Y-O. One yo. One yo. Wanyo. That's what it's pronounced. This is actually the letter W and B, too, by the way. It's very confusing. It actually stands for joy. The color is pink or blue. I get a sneeze. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. Please excuse me. Now, this particular room shows us the balance between all things, even that, even in a chaotic world. It is actually the rune of friendship, common goals, and well-being of all things. 
if you come across this room in a reading, you can expect good things and good news to follow. Mm -hmm. So the opposite would definitely be bad news, mm -hmm. okay, and losing a friend, um, okay? But sometimes, you know, losses and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're going to get into Hagalas. Hagalas? Hagalas. Hagalas, is that reversible? Hagalas? Yes. Hagalas is not reversible. Now, in some people's rooms, this will look different. Some will have one line in the middle. Others will have two. Okay? And it's not reversible. It is not reversible. Okay? So, it's actually, it's, it's, um, Hagalis, excuse me, Hagalas. Hey, God. So, right. It's actually spelled H-A-G-A-L-A-Z, but it's pronounced H-A-G-A-W-L-A-W-S. Oh, Agala. Right. It represents hail or hailstorm. The color is actually blue or white in this particular one. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, it actually represents it's representing of a hailstorm, hailstorm that we can actually expect in certain times and situations to be um, to be actually constricting. Um, Halagas actually turns up in a, in in a reading, but much like a hailstorm, eventually it turns into water. So if you guys can understand that, which flows smoothly. So sometimes, just like the tower card, when you're talking about the tower card. We always say that the foundation has to be rebuilt. In this particular thing, the hailstorm will come, and then the water will flow freely. Because sometimes in life, there's certain things we have to go through mm -hmm. in order to get us into the direction. Right. And if we're not going in that particular direction, you know that our higher beings, our higher selves, or, or God, or um, mm -hmm. goddesses, or gods, or, or whatever you choose to believe, mm -hmm. um, it's going to give you that push that you really need to move. And it's not going to be so smooth as you think it is. It's going to be, you know, a lot a of bumpy, work. Yeah, right? yeah. A little bumpy. A little bumpy. So, but in this particular one, it does actually represent that hailstorm. And, and the hailstorm is something that's going to turn out good in the long run. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, sneezy. Nice. Sneezy. Sneezy and sleepy and dopey and mopey uh, and all the other settings. What is this, my Navi? Doc? I can't find my Navi. Nice, nice. Yeah, hold on, it's here somewhere. Um, <laughs> you finding it? Oh, it's so weird. Oh, there it is. How do you, why did you say, what do you call it? Um, it's called Navi. Now, Navi? Navi. It's actually spelled N-A-U-D-H-I-Z. Mm. Okay. But it's pronounced N-O-W. Dash T H E S E. Nazi. Nazi. Now is that reversible? Uh, no. It's necessity or need. Okay, that's what it represents. It's either black or blue. It represents necessity or need. Now, this particular room represents how each of our needs and wants can sometimes put a restriction on us. Okay? Mm -hmm. If, a restri if restricts our possibilities, but also contains the power we need to break free from those restrictions. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? Mm, yes. All right. So sometimes your needs and your wants don't match. 
Right. So it's going to make sure that they do. Okay, by breaking free. Okay, that one cannot be reversed. The next one also cannot be reversed. It's called Isa. 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 Okay. Okay. It's spelled I S A. It is pronounced E E dash S A W. Isa. Okay. It stands for ice. Oh, Isa. ice. And reversible? No. Not reversible. Can't be reversible. It's a line. How do you reverse it? Uh, okay. I'm not looking. How would you know? How would you know? This is how you know. This is the room. Look at the room. Yep, I see. The stream line is not. I can't reverse it. There's no way to reverse that. Okay. So this, and again, it's brown and black. Now, like an icicle actually forms at the start of winter, with this room, we can only wait until the warmth of the sun allows us to be free from a from constriction. So Esau actually represents a halt in activity until change is made. Any questions, guys, in the chat? Change in activity. Okay. Now we're actually going to be talking about Yara. Yara. Like what? Yara. Yara. Okay, it is actually spelled J-E-R-A. It's pronounced Y-A-R-E dash A-W-E. Mm-hmm. So say it again. Yara. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are you saying it? Yara. Yara. This one also is not reversible. Oh, shoot. Okay, it sounds like Y or J sometimes. And it actually is harvested. It means harvest. The color is actually brown. Now, this particular rune actually represents the circle of life. Uh, with this rune, we see that we must go with the flow of nature in order to obtain the goals we want. Have to go with the flow. That's what it's saying. It's not reversible. You just got to go with the flow, guys. Okay. Now we're going to get into where the heck is my zigzaggy one. You know, I oh this yeah. because sometimes it's just what? Mm-hmm. What? Are we gonna have time? I am trying my best to get through as many of these as possible. So I do have a few more. Okay, so now we're gonna get into Ewas. 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 It's Ewas. Okay, Ewas means yew tree. It actually stands for a yew tree. Now, Ewas is actually a rune that can be used for as a magical protector and a facilitator. It actually shows us that in the event of an ending situation, we will find the start of something new. Is that reversible? Not reversible. Not reversible. Um, it's spelled E-I-H-W-A-Z, but it's actually pronounced E-Y-E dash W-A-W-Z, Ewas. Okay. That's that one. Thank you, Rose. Thank you, everybody. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to get through every single one. We're at 928, Gina. You guys, if you want to go back to the beginning, uh, literally it's in history, but just before the end, we we get to start our first rose. The next room we're actually going to get into is is Prothro. Um, It's spelled P-E-R-D-H-R-O. It's actually pronounced P-E-R-T-H-R-O-W. Oh, okay. Pethro? Pethro? Pethro. Pethro. Oh, Is that reversible? Pethro. 
is reversible. No, no. Sorry, I had to think that for a minute. Uh, Pertho actually reminds us of uncertainties in life representing free will and the connection of restrictions we have due to our circumstances. It, it is viewed as the rune of memory and problem solving. So that's what it is. So oh, that means that there is no like um, opposite right. meaning for yeah. You, you don't reverse that one. The next one you do. Oh, the other, the next one is reversible. Yes. Okay. The next one is reversible. The next one is Aldis. It's actually spelled E L H A Z, but it is pronounced A L L dash G E E Z E. Aldis. Elgis. Okay, it represents elk and protection. This room, this that's what this this symbol is for. It's black and or purple is what it is. Now this particular room, it it's a room of great restraint and power, defense and protection. Okay, it also use this room in charms and talisman to actually protect yourself and your property as well. Now this one does go upside down. Which so right, Algie. I'm gonna have her tongue tied. She already speaks three languages. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wait so a minute, minute four. four in sound English. <laughs> All right, so reversible algae. Right, reversible. so it is reversible, and that so if you're dealing with great restraint, defense, and protection, it's telling you that pretty much you have to like. Um, an example, oh, yep, okay, time to get a security camera for your house, time to watch your wallet when you go out, yeah. uh, make sure you, you have your purse tied so nobody tries to steal it or keep it with you, things like that, yeah. okay? In other words, you look out for it. You'll know um, once you start reading what is going on with that, okay? And I did that one already, so where the heck did it go? Oh, yeah, so, uh, I just say you, I did we have cannot be reversed. Okay. And again, um, they do look slightly different. They're all the same. It's so we low. So we low. So it's actually spelled S-O-W-E-U-L-O. But it's pronounced S-O-W-E-E-L-O. It's actually the representative of the sun. And the color, of course, is yellow. Uh, with the helping of this rune, we tend to be able to see things more clearly. Um, like the sun actually sheds light on dark times. With Solo, we can find the light during the darkest times. And that's what it's telling you. Mm -hmm. Now, um, this particular rune in some will look like an N. Other times, it'll have a line down, one up and down. So they do look slightly different. No. no. They just look different depending on... Uh, which particular range you're connected to. This is the one I've always looked like, kind of like an N, but it's not. Okay. Okay, so that's what that particular rune is. Okay, so now we're going to get into the arrow. The arrow can be reversed. That's Tiwas. Oh, okay. Okay, now Tiwas is spelled T-E-I-W-A-Z, but it's pronounced T-E-E dash W-A-H-Z. Okay, that's Tiwas. It means creative. Oh, okay. So, yes, it can arrow going up, arrow going down, so to speak. Down bad, 
upstairs. Okay, upstairs down bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So Tiwaz can actually promise us success in our actions, but this time without personal sacrifice. Good. It also actually means success in legal matters, but only if we were to be in the right to begin with. Uh, okay. okay. So that's what it is. It, it, it really, rooms really deal with if you're right, then yeah, you're going to be fine. But if you weren't right, no, you won't. <laughs> okay. And that's pretty much what's going to happen with that. And again, upside down, you're going to have an issue with your success at this particular time. Or if you go into a court case, you're going to lose it, especially if you were in the wrong. Okay. So that's going to happen. Um, now we're going to get up to Burkina. 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 Well, Burkina. You know, some people might name their kids things. Right. Oh, um, is that one a reversible one? Burkina? Uh, Burkina. Yes, it is. Because it looks like a bee. Oh. Looks kind of like a bee in this one. Um, now, Burkina is B-E-R-K-A-N-A, -A, um, but it is pronounced B-E-R-K-A-H-N-A-N. Burk-A-N-A-N. It actually stands for birch tree. Birch tree. This means white. Okay, the color white and blue. Now, like the birch tree coming to life from a seed planted in the earth, um, this particular room, Birkin now, actually represents a new beginning and also a powerful birth room. Right? So that's what it is, representing new beginnings or being stuck. Okay. That's the easiest way to do that one. How are we doing right now? What do you mean no sound? Where did you see that? Gina says no sound. I don't even see Gina. I have no idea. Hold on. It froze and has no sound. Froze? Mm-hmm. I don't see it frozen. It must be close. I'm close. It's going, but my cat's not working. Oh, that's weird. It's true. Why can't I see it on the I can see everything. All right, hold on. I have, I'm trying to make sure that the sound, yep, the sound is fine. Everything's going fine here. Can you guys still hear us now? Can you hear us, guys? 32 minutes, a lot to get through. I'm back. Rachel, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Rachel, can you hear me, hear me, hear me? It's like you sound like a Christmas carol. I know. Rachel, can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me now? Oh, we actually said we're good. Okay, good. All right, now we're getting to Ewat. Um, Ewat is uh, spelled E-H-W-A-Z. -E it's pronounced A-Y-W-A-H-Z. Ewat. And that's reversible or no? Yes, it is. Okay, oh. this is reversible. Okay, and again, this represents horse. Awesome. It represents horse. Which Buddha hates every time it shows up in the TV yeah. or commercial or movie or I don't know what it is about it. But I, I swear he must have got trampled down by a horse in a previous day. Because he hates, hates horses. Now, Ewok actually reminds us that in order for success, there must be a natural flow in us at hand. Mm -hmm. With this room to give us power as well as making use for our good intentions, we can surely achieve the success. So, in other words, awesome. it's like your karmic card. Awesome. Thank okay? you, guys. So, in other words, positive 
is going to come towards you. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's that particular room. Now, we're really getting there. We're almost done with the room. And then we're going to talk about the acting technique. All right, come in here, whining. Come on. All right. Good. Now, goodness. Goodness, great job. I know. We're almost done with these rooms, guys, I'll tell you. Ooh, somebody's feeling a little dizzy. Not me the time. Yeah, weird. Kind of. Yeah, a little dizzy. All right, so, excuse me. Uh, this is um, Manaz. 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 It's spelled M-A-N-N-A-Z. Manaz. Yes, but it's pronounced M-A-W dash N-A-H-Z. Malnaz. Malnaz. Like mayonnaise. Malnaz. No. Okay. <laughs> is it reversible? Yes. yes, of course. This one is reversible. Now, and again, it, it stands for man, um, actually human. That's mm. what it stands for. It's a representative of human when you're talking about the snake language, okay? Oh, okay. Now, the color is either blue or purple. Mm. Now, um, uh, Munez actually has many powers. First, it can be the room that actually lets us know we can achieve our fullest potential. Secondly, it reminds us that we as humans all have shared experiences in life. Lastly, we can use the power of this room to actually gain the upper hand in a dispute and argument only with the actual um, We have a question life. in the chat room, too, so yeah. um, Rachel, I don't know if you just go back real briefly. They're wondering, I think she's caught on a little bit later, so she's asking where do rooms originally originate from? Oh, we got to that in the beginning of the show, honey. There's a bunch of different cultures that kind of... There's a bunch of different cultures. It's still a debate of where it actually originates from. That was in the beginning of the shoe. The shoe? The shoe? was the beginning of the Oh, shoe. this is the old lady in the shoe. We had so many kids, she didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's her. Yeah, it really was. It was in the beginning of the show. It literally it talked about Egypt and China and the Mayan language. This was basically the ancient language. It's still debating whether it came... Um, DC or not, because these were the ancient symbols they actually did find carved into a lot of places. So mm-hmm. it, it was, you know, each, each original ancient language. It's tough it's to say actually where it actually came from is mm-hmm. up for debate. Yeah, you know, I actually do have the pronunciations written down because some of them I know by heart and others I get a little tongue tied on. So I always keep them on hand just in case. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so the next one we're coming up. Is Lagus. 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 When this rune actually shows up in a reading so that you can take full advantage of, of your own powers. And that's what it is. Go with the flow. Now, if it's in the upright position, it's telling you go with the flow. Mm-hmm. If it's saying this, then you need to stand your ground. Okay. Okay? So, basically, that, that is guiding you. The rune is guiding you is what it's doing. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, we have three more, and then we'll talk about the blank one. All right. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Do we have the blank one on here? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You oh my goodness! No, because he wants to eat. You feed him yet? No, I'm waiting on purpose. All right, now, angus can look two ways. Uh, it can actually look like a diamond, or 
two X's on top of the other. This, this is not reversible. Not okay. reversible. Not reversible. And how do you say that one again? Um, it's spelled I-N-G-Z. It is pronounced E-N-N-G-G-O-O-Z. Angus Goose. Angus Angus Goose. Angus Goose. Angus Goose. It actually deals with fertility. Oh, okay. Mm. Now, um, this rune actually allows us to spread our energy, think of it, fertility, spreading energy, mm-hmm. as far and as wide as, as we choose. It is a protective rune, mainly for protection of our home. Ah. Right? Um, to, use, um, to use our needs effectively, we must learn to build up our powers over time and then release the powers all at once. So... Casting casting runes or, or using runes and things, it, it's a little bit more of like, you know, hurry up and wait type thing. So, and, and just like this one, this one you really need to wait if you're going to use it to cast, uh, okay. in order to cast something like that or, or to use it in a spell. So that's something that's going to happen. Okay. All right. So now this one cannot be reversed. The angus is not reversed. No, the angus, neither is the next one. So what is the next one? Ah. The next one is Dagaz. Dagazi. What? There's the day. Oh, okay. There's the day. So it could be this way or this way. Oh, okay, okay, so there's the day. It's actually spelled D A G A Z. But you pronounce it D A H dash G A U Z E. D A. Dash G U E G U G A U Z E. Dagus. Pronunciation and half. Yeah. So Dagus actually represents stability between opposites, such as light and dark. It can actually stop harmful energy from getting to you, but at the same time, actually allows good energy to skip through you, so you can make good use of it. Okay. 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 Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to say the word. You know, I'm trying to see how I'm trying to get the pronunciation of it. Oh, you like this one? What's this one? Osilo. Osilo? Yeah. Osilo. All right. It is actually spelt. <laughs> yeah. And ice cream. Hagadas ice cream. This one is actually spelled O T H A L A. But it is pronounced H O dash T H E E. Dash L O W. O C Lo. O C Lo. O C Lo. Right. O C Lo. Reversible? Yes. Yes. It's reversible. Now, O C Lo actually stands for home. Okay? And sacred ancestral land is also another one. So if you see these symbols anywhere, because um, the Native Americans did use it too, it means that you're standing on sacred land. That means the burial ground for them. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, the color of this particular one you're dealing with oh. is copper, 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 copper. Okay. Now, much like uh, Feyu, this particular rune is of wealth, but unlike Feyu, Ophilo actually represents a wealth that cannot be sold. Remember, I said there were two wealth rooms. Yes. This one cannot be sold. 
This is wealth like family, friendship, culture, heritage that actually passes down to us. It actually represents an enclosure and maintains an existing state as things presently are. So in other words, it, it, it's much given happy wealth, okay? Right. So if you're upside down, there's going to be, a, a, so to speak, sometimes a loss in stance, okay. okay? A loss Ooh, okay. of something or a disrespect. And again, it depends on which room you have next to it. Next to it. Right. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the last one. What is that one called? Because I want to spell that correctly. Oh, which the last one? Odilo? No, the blank one they used to be talk about. What's it called? Odin. Odin? It's just Odin room. Oh, so. And most people don't one. use this. Okay. I do. This particular room is the blank room. Okay. This is the representation of Odin. Um, this is Odin's sacrifice. This means that all of your hardworking manifestation will come true. It will come to you. This is all of your hard work coming forward, coming to you, uh, your desires, all your struggles, everything will pass because the final outcome, you will gain the secret. Think of the okay. story I told you about Odin, right. how he gains the knowledge. Is, he, is this one, well, it can't be reversible, right? No. <laughs> Life right. can't be reversed. Right. So, and this is what it is. All your hard work will be paid off, okay, in abundance. And that is what that one is about. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right. So, we understand the meaning. So, we understand the meaning, guys. Yes, it does sound like Hagen <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That is for sure, guys. Tongue-tied on that one, I'll tell yeah. you. Really, really tongue-tied. Anus, anu, arush, solidas, osalo, osilo. My goodness gracious. Now, I, I really do. There's a lot more information in here that I get into. But I'm sure that some of you want to know how to cast these things. So, let's mm. see. Um, now, and again, you must recognize the rooms as multidimensional. Sure. Kendra, what is your question? She has, she has a question. So, what is your question, Kendra? What is your question? Hmm. What is the question? And shoot, 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 Sorry, I, I just got all these weird names in my head. <laughs> I was like, shoot, shoot, shoot. I get tongue-tied. Yeah. What's up, Kendra? What's up, my girl, Kendra? What's your question, girlfriend? What's your question? What is your question? Um, it depends on which particular tradition you're actually talking about. Um, in my tradition, no, in my tradition, where I come from, as, as far as my Celtic background, um, this room to us always represented Odin. And again, that's, that's kind of what this comes from my grandmother, my ancestry, and that's why I use it as such. And again, most people don't use it. You don't have to. Uh, but it's something that I utilize myself. Exactly. exactly. That kind of explains that. It's just, and again, some of the, a lot of information that actually comes out, a lot of it has to do with uh, theology and Greek mythology and runology, there's a lot to it because there are so many different stories about 
this and that and the other thing. So it's really hard to pinpoint uh, which one is true and which one is not. So, but good question. That was a very good question. Good question. Well, Tom's back with you then. Here's Tom. Awesome. All right. There's some of you guys are here in it, and some of you guys are not. Yeah. But remember, the rooms are multi-dimensional. Okay, that's very important to know. Now, when reading, depending on your spread, they have many layers, you know, layers, past, present, and future, mm-hmm. possible futures. You remember, remember, guys, your future is not written in stone, it's written in jello. Yeah. Why is your future written in jello? Everything changes. Bingo. Everything that you do from the moment you go see somebody or hear something forward, mm-hmm. that is going to be the issue there. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. Now, we're getting up to 15 minutes left here, so how do we now? Oh, now my God. I'm so time, sorry. How do we do, what do we do with it now? Okay. Sorry. No, right, I'm you this I'm, I'm just curious about we okay. Oh, so now right. what do you do? Now, you have possible, okay, you have possible ways of casting. All right. Now, I'm going to take, I'm going to show you one way to cast the room. Okay. So, you go in. You have them in your bag, so to speak, okay? Now, you're focused, you're centered, you're cleansed. Everything is like this, okay? You're shaking your bag up. Now, you you want to focus on a particular issue, okay? What is your issue? So you want to feel around in your bag of rooms. This is one way to do it. Um, you just, and, again, this is when you're reading yourself. You, you will focus. So you, get used to it. you focus on one, then you put that one down. You put that down at the bottom. Then you want two possible outcomes because remember, future is not written in stone. So that's the issue of what's happening. And then I'm going to pick um, these two, whatever they are. And I'm going to plot those down for the two possible outcomes. So what I have right now is something that looks like this. Okay, so it looks like this. This is the issue. These are the two possible outcomes. Okay, and this is how you look for yourself. And then you go over to your cheat sheet in order to be able to read. Now, that's dealing, like, with problem at hand, a a particular issue you need to deal with. If there's something like you don't know what to do, I don't know what's happening, so you need to focus on this particular issue. Okay, I need to focus on this issue. I need to figure out what's going on, what's going to happen. Is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Is it going to be good? That's what you do with that one. That's that. Rune, it's like a three-spread rune, but it's not side-by-side. Because you're dealing with issue, outcome, outcome. Issue, outcome, outcome. Right. That's what you're dealing with. This is a particular issue. And then you would go over to your notes when you start, and you, okay, let me see. I know those runes. Oh, okay. So my issue is Uros. Okay. So let's see. I have stability. So it, the rune itself is saying, okay, in this situation, mm-hmm. I'm very stable in what I'm doing. So okay. that's good. That's a good thing. Okay, so I know that um, rep- represents a lot of activity, a lot of work being more stable. So, okay, mm-hmm. maybe the issue is I need to be more, like, constant in some assessments. Thinking, okay, oh, maybe that's it. So then you would go to the two possible outcomes. Then you go mm-hmm. go back to your cheat sheet and you're looking it up. Oh, okay, that's what that one looks like. Mm, this was like a bird yeah. tree. It's like a seed coming to life. So evidently, if I plant it and water it and I keep going, it's going to come out in the right way. And then you go to the next outcome, and that'll be that way. That's just like 
dealing with one particular issue. All right, so let me see if I can make sense of this question that Rachel says. She okay. says so. So, three at the top. The center is the issue, and the two sides are the outcome. Right. So, in other words, um, it's, it's, I just wish I had a better camera view. Um, I have charts, is what I have. Hold on. All right. So, three at the top. Let me pull up the zoom. Okay, so what you're dealing with, and again, you can't really, okay, this is it. So you have, your issue is there, okay? And then when you're going up on either side, you have two outcomes, okay? You have the two outcomes, one and two outcomes, okay? And the issue is at the bottom. This is the manual I use when I, when I teach, okay? So that is that one. So that way you're focusing on just one issue at a time, okay? And that is one spread, and it's called the um, it's called the issue. It's called problem at hand. It's what it's called. Okay. Now, if you're looking for a little advice, okay, you do a path, a root. Um, you're doing a past or root or um, it, it, or a present. In other words, what you're dealing with is your the past where you were. You're dealing with your present situation and a possible future. And again, you could do the same thing. Until you get used to the runes, you can also, like I said, you can go in your bag, you can feel around for your runes, you can also lay them all out, okay? You can lay them all out, and you can just use your energy to feel which rune feels right. Like, say, these were, these were my runes, just like the cards. We'll, we'll utilize the cards as a, a show of things. Okay, so say these are all my runes. So I'm just feeling the energy around to see which room calls me. And then I'll watch and I'll feel, and it's like, okay, this room. Okay, and you're thinking, pass, pass, pass. Take the room, circle it in the half spot. Then you go present, what's happening now, what's happening now, feel around, get it that way. Mm -hmm. Put it down, and then future, same thing. Feel around with the energy. Now, this is like picking the rooms. You could do it by having them all flat in front of you. You can face literally down, yeah, face down. You don't want to see them. Right. Okay. And that's the reason why the bag. Um, that's mm-hmm. the reason why a rune bag. Because okay. literally, you do it that way. Right. Um, that's another way. Those well, you guys are actually one our runes. Right. Before you know that they always do come in a dark stack, uh, dark. Um, what's that fabric? It's a dark that's velvety thing. Yeah. Velvet stack. Yeah. Velvet for you guys, right? Yeah. Most runes do, and that's just like a form of casting. In other words, you just pick them out. There's another, there's other ways to cast, but that that'll take a little bit for you guys to actually get used to once you start getting connected with your runes. And again, this is just the beginner method. Okay. So now what I'm going to do is, I'm going to see if I can find a way to figure out how to show you guys. So this. Rachel has a question also. Right. She says, how do you know which is the option? is for you out of the top three to solve the issue. There's only two at the top. Well, there's only two at the top, Rachel. So mm-hmm. how do you know which is the One at the bottom, three? which is the issue. Two at the top, which is the outcome. Outcome one or outcome two. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're, when you're looking at it, most of the time, maybe one will be upside down and one will be right side up. But you mm-hmm. want to know the meanings of the rooms that you're dealing with. Like, say if it's, um, the one that's going full force is telling you to halt. Okay, it's saying halt. Why is it saying halt? Go over to the next room and say, okay, it's telling me to 
refocus. Okay, so maybe I'm supposed to halt my focus so I can refocus on what's going on. You learn to connect them mm-hmm. is what you're doing. Okay. Right. Hopefully that answers your question, you know, your question, Rachel. Yeah. Right? So like she said, so you would, the, the, the lower center one is the actual issue. issue. Right. And the upper um, is the... The upper two is the, is the outcomes one the and outcome. two. And again, the outcome one and two, a lot of times they will connect. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason for one or for the other. Okay. And that's what it's doing. It's giving you um, the future, but how to get there. Okay. so to speak. So that's kind of the difference. It's saying issue, um, outcome, how to get outcome. Right. Outcome. So that they, they connect in that, in that okay. manner. Okay. okay. You guys understand that? So the bottom is the um, issue. issue, and the top are the, uh, the outcomes. Right. The outcomes. And that's when okay. you have a particular issue going on, you don't know the direction to go into. Mm-hmm. So you're you're connected with your room to get the answer to your question. Awesome. I'm glad you got that, Rachel. Okay. Awesome. Um, also, Any further questions, guys? Don't be afraid. The, yeah, the past, present, and future is is also a good one to do. It's just mm-hmm. I, if I'm if I'm doing like, okay, I have an issue, I have a question, I'll do the issue one. Mm-hmm. Because this way it gives me more direction on how to get to where I want to mm-hmm. go. It's a different, like having a different spread right. as a tower reader. Right. Um, now, okay, now, yes, and a good way to learn them, I'm thinking maybe flashcards. If they like flashcards, you could probably learn the rooms that way quicker. The first step, honestly, like Sue said, is to learn what your rooms are. Yeah, literally, are it does, like. and that's why you read for yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so literally take, okay, you have your rooms, okay? Glad you you have your intuition, right? You mm-hmm. know what your intuition is telling you. You have your sheet, mm-hmm. Okay. You have the sheets on the side. Um, you're connecting with the energy. You're picking up. Okay, I'm just going to fly pick up a room here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're picking up a room, and you're feeling the room, and it gives you a particular energy, and all of a sudden, okay, something, you know something is coming. So you have your sheets, and you just spread it out, and you say, okay, I know what's going on. And just like the way I started, and again, I was much younger, it's just one or two words. And then go with your instinct the way that you normally read. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, let's see. Okay. So this one is saying movable, beginning, beginning. Okay. So, and then I will get into, okay, there's something coming as far as like a, a, a new beginning, a new possibility. Mm-hmm. In other words, okay, there was a storm. And in other words, they stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep going. So this is the way you're reading. This gives you just a basic outline of Avenue. And if you need to pick another room to clarify, pick another one to clarify. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you, you, you literally, you get there. Right, so it's like anything else, practice, practice, practice. Learn what the symbols are. Learn their names. Learn what they mean. Yep. Practice on yourself. Yep. Um, and, you know, it, it, your room casting will evolve. Yeah, it know. does. It does. It's just something um, I stopped doing for a while, so I had to refresh my memory with cheat sheets. But like learning that somebody else learned yeah, too. Because it was like, oh my God, I don't remember how to pronunciate this one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the hardest part. I don't think it's what they mean. It's, it's a bloody pronunciation. Pronunciation. It's a bloody right. pronunciation. But I mean, everybody has to know which rune it is. Right. And you're trying to tell them, and you say, oh, look, look, look. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Hold on. It's like, it's a, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, man, can right. you spell that? <laughs> it's. It's blam. Sorry. Right, so that's how it is. So there's, there's many spreads. There's also a spread called Thor's Hammer. 
Sword hammer. Sword hammer. Now, sword and hammer deals with, in the number one position, how others see you. Number two is your fears. Number three is what you seek. Number four is the best approach. Number five is your goal. Number six is your obstacle to overcome. Number seven is your destiny. Number eight is the way to your real self. Ah. And number nine is your real self. Okay. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna show you this. Okay. Now, what you're dealing with, and so is the hammer. See the one. Then you place the two, the three, the four, five, six, seven, eight, and top is nine. You guys see that? Thor's hammer. That's Thor's hammer. Okay, that's one of the spreads. And it really gives you a really good direction, especially when you once you start getting into the outcome, you're more comfortable with your room, you want to get into more depth. That's just another layout that you can use. Okay? Another layout. This is a fun, easy layout. Fun, easy okay. layout. This is how I started casting. Okay. Casting casting. Thor Hammer. That's right. You Not Thor Hammer, the next one. What's the next one? Okay. The next one is the elemental. The elemental. Elemental. The elemental. Earth, air, fire, right. water, right? All right. Okay. So you draw a circle. Draw an X in the circle. Uh-huh. Put air, fire, water. Okay. Uh-huh. Now air. Stop it. Air represents intelligent thought and influences. Okay. Now, um, earth represents stability, prosperity, and expansion. Water, of course, represents emotions, love, and flow. Okay. How okay. many uh, How many rooms are in a set of rooms? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I've never really counted. Actually, you know what? I think I'll do the cheat sheet paper, right? Yeah. yeah. Hold, hold on. on. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. All right. Hold on. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hold think on, it's around just... 23 or 24 rooms. I'm not sure. Now, fire would be the dramatic change or the destruction as far as, like, destruction of creative ways, okay? So what you do is you have um, you have this particular thing here, okay? So you guys can see that. 25 rooms, guys. Yeah, I was close. Yeah, you see how this, this is here? Stop it. Okay, you see this. All right. So I gave you the meanings of the earth, air, fire, and water, okay? So what you would do is you take your runes and you shake them, Okay? And then you drop your runes on your elemental sheet. That's how you start casting. Okay. That's why I know which area when I'm casting, I know which area to pick, which one they're directing me to. Oh. Which one this? So air, I used fire, to use this. water, and earth. Yeah. So what you do is you take, you shake, you cast, and then you know whichever one is is literally they have to be faced up. Mm-hmm. You look in the particular area in the in the air and the fire and the water and the earth and you know which direction you're supposed to go into. It's a good way to start just casting. Right. That's a good yeah. option. That's really a really is. cool option, guys. Wow. So that's another one. You guys know that you are always um, able to contact us with any questions 
at all. The class never ends because we don't ever end. So if you guys have any questions about anything, you have to Oh, my God. We're almost out of time. Yes. I guess I'll just I'll show you the runic alphabet real quick. Okay. Show them that. Yeah. It's the runic the alphabet. See the symbol? That is the actual alphabet and how to translate some of the ancient language. Look at that. Awesome. Right, cool. All there, guys. Yep. So if you guys have any questions further, I really appreciate you guys taking tonight's class. Um, we are, again, like we are always here. Please um, like to send us any emails at atnetwork at gmail.com. You can find us on any form of social media, yep. every type of podcast program, IR, iTunes, YouTube, now, on YouTube. Um, you can ask Alexa for Wake Me and Old. We're here, too, at AQ Network. We're there, too. Um, so I'm also going to be taking some of um, some of the pictures of some of my manual and posting them um, on the um, on the subscription page. So um, for that, yeah, you'll have access. Yeah, so I will be posting those. Um, I'll be taking pictures of my uh, my particular manual just when it comes to some mm-hmm. of the layouts and things, and I'll I'll post them up there. Um, the deep, intense information, probably not, but <laughs> I'm going to give you guys the layouts uh, a little bit deep and detailed as far as um, the meanings, and I'll take some pictures of the stuff, and I'll get that up there for you guys soon, okay? That way you will have it. And, oh, my God, we got one minute and 20 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> 90 seconds, guys. We'll see you Sunday, feeling Sunday. Tomorrow, uh, let's see, this is on the ATU Crystal Sales. Come to your Christmas shopping early. Don't forget, this is an ATU support ATU network. <laughs> That's sorry. right, we That's do our funny. crystals help keep us going, guys. Yeah, why, why not? All right. Thanks for tuning in to Awakening the Unknown with Susan Swanbeck and Michelle Sullivan here on the ATU Network. For more information on upcoming shows and appearances, be sure to follow us on Facebook and on the web at awakeningtheunknown.wixsite.com. Voiceover work done by Cody Ray Despian. Uh-huh. Awesome.